Section 57 of The Wonder Garden. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Wonder Garden by Francis Jenkins Olcott. Listening to the Magic Waters. Arethusa. Arethusa arose from her conch of snows in the Acroceronian mountains, from cloud and from crag, with many a jag shepherding her bright fountains. She leapt down the rocks with her rainbow locks, streaming among high streams, her steps paved with green, the downward ravine which slopes to the western gleams. And gliding and springing she went, ever singing, in murmurs as soft as sleep. The earth seemed to lure her, and heaven smiled above her. She lingered toward the deep. Percy Bish Shelley The Stone That Shed Tears Retold from Ovid Of all the women of Lydia, Niobe might have been the happiest of mothers but for her pride. And great was her pride, for whenever she walked through the streets, the people shouted, Lo, Niobe comes. One day she stepped proudly from her house, surrounded by her attendants. Her curling hair hung down upon her robe of woven golden threads. Holding her graceful head high, she haughtily lifted her eyes. Ye people of Lydia, she cried, worship me. I am Niobe. My grandfather is the mighty Atlas who holds up the sky. My mother is the sister of the Pleiades. In my palace are my seven sons and seven daughters, all beautiful and stately. Greater and more fortunate am I than Latona, the mother of Apollo of the Golden Beams, and Diana of the Bended Bow. I am well worthy to be worshipped. Now Niobe's proud words were heard by golden-beamed Apollo himself. Quickly he took in his hand his darts, bright like the sun's rays. Down to earth he flew, and near him flew his twin sister Diana, her robe tucked up and her bow shaped like the silver crescent moon, ready to shoot. Together they entered Niobe's palace, and Apollo, with his golden darts, smote and killed her seven sons, while Diana shot her silver-white arrows into the bosoms of her daughters. Niobe sat weeping among her dead children. She wept night and day. Her face grew colorless. No breeze could move her hair. Her eyes became fixed. Her tongue congealed and her heart was without motion. She could not bend her neck, nor move her limbs, for she was hardened. She was turned into stone. Yet she wept on. Then a mighty whirlwind arose and carried her off to the top of a high mountain, and there her soul was dissolved into tears within her stony body. Still ever from the stone distilled a stream of pure tears that trickled sadly through the grass and down the mountainside. End of section 57
Recording by S. E. Ross, Bernie, Texas, 